Just having business data isn't enough. But ZoomInfo leverages that data to unlock useful insights, like who to reach and how to reach them, so you can grow your business. Unlock insights at ZoomInfo.com. ZoomInfo, how business goes to market. Hello and welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Steven Serta. Chiefs are getting prepared for Monday night football at Arrowhead Stadium against the New York Giants. They returned to the practice field on Thursday, and we heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, as well as offensive guard Trey Smith and defensive end Alex Okafor. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes, and we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, you'll hear from Trey Smith and Alex Okafor. Here's Andy Reid. Chris Jones is out for personal reasons, and then uh, Anthony Hitchens uh, won't practice today, um, again with a tricep contusion, and then uh, Colin Sanders' knee swole up after the game. Um, he won't practice, but it looks like he's doing pretty good here. Look forward to the challenge of playing uh, the Giants. Again, uh, know they're a good football team and uh, well-coached, so... Um, We'll have to make sure we have a good week of practice starting today, and and uh, and that's what we're going to focus in on. So uh, we've got plenty to work on, and uh, we're going to attack that uh, starting today. Anyways, with that time, yours. And are you expecting Chris Jones back tomorrow? Uh, we'll see on that. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Possibly tomorrow night. So you, you mentioned that after the game the other day. You know, you trust your locker room, you know, kind of down times like this. You haven't been around them probably a whole lot the last few days, but what, what sort of stuff would you like them to be doing when they're not around here and, and like the leadership to kind of help them with that to keep you guys back getting up to the winning track? Yeah, it's a unique crew because, I mean, they were around yesterday and they were around the, some the day before. So, um, but we, um, um, you know, they, they're a group that focuses on football. They, they don't want to do what we're doing right now. <clears throat> and um, uh, they want to be better, and so I, I appreciate that, and you know, that helps us go right back to work and get things get things solved here. They're not a group that you need to come tell do that, right? I mean, the leadership's already there. I mean, did you? Yeah, good locker room. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, Josh Gordon got the start on Sunday, and I know you said it's been the plan every week to get him a little more involved, and the situations seem to get away. Is he reaching the point where even in those situations he might be able to contribute? Yeah, no, he is. It's kind of unique the way things have worked the last couple of weeks. So, um, and with all the two minute stuff, we we didn't get him in there. But he he's progressing and doing the right things, and uh, you know I'm proud of him for that. And uh, it's we'll see how things work out going forward. But he's doing a nice job for us. You know. Andy, this may be a, a rare situation where. Pat may be in a bit of a, of a slump. Uh, this is obviously rare for him. Just what has been your message to him? How much do you just try to keep the week as normal as, as usual? Yeah, so th- listen, things happened in, in this business, fluid business, obviously, and um, you're going to have ups and downs. And um, and so you keep pounding through it. And uh, if you're willing to attack the issues, um, you know, you can get that get it changed around whatever direction you want to go. This is anybody. This is any of these these athletes. <clears throat> They're amazing people. So, um, and, and very gifted. So that that's how Pat operates. He, he's not going to hide or shy away from anything. If there's a problem, he's going to attack it and work to fix it. And so, 
Um, as coaches, we're here to teach, and um, that's what we do. So um, any guidance that we can give them, help we can give them, any of the players, we try to do that. And, um, and that, that becomes important. We've all got to raise our game up as coaches and as players. Yeah. Andy, along those lines, have you found yourself spending any more time than usual than you would be talking to Patrick? We, we spent quite a bit of time together, so I, I haven't, no. And you've talked a lot about turnovers and penalties for obvious reasons. Is this a situation with you guys where they sort of compound itself? Like once something doesn't go right, then you kind of, you're seeing guys force things and then it happens again? And, and I was, listen, I think some of them are, are effort that you're putting, you're concentrating, putting too much effort on things, trying too hard, whatever, whatever term it is. Um, these guys aren't trying to do that. They're not uh, consciously trying to fumble or jump off sides or you know whatever it is, the penalties and turnovers. So, um, but on the other hand, we know we need to fix that. If you're gonna have success, you know, well, we need to fix that, and we know if we do fix that, we're, we will have success, and and uh, that's that's kind of where we're at right now. Eric also mentioned, EB mentioned something a couple of weeks ago that as a player he didn't like to be told. Don't fumble, don't turn the ball over, because then it was in his head. As, so I, I guess what's sort of the balance of, of that, knowing that the players know that, that they don't want to do that sort of thing, but not putting it in their head? Yeah. No, well, you're right. You know, you're, uh, nobody wants to be told that they, they're making a mistake. I mean, you guys, if you use a bad verb, which some of you do, then, you know, you don't want to hear about it. So, um, <clears throat> I'd like to. <laughs> I, can, I can give it. Um, so... You, you know, but um, you bring it to their attention and then, and then uh, make sure things, you know, make sure they work through it. And there's some things that you can do. Fundamentally, there's some things you can do in this, in the case that we have now. So and you just have to uh, be conscious with it. Have you ever had anything like this happen in your career that you can harken back to uh, as an assistant or anything else where you had a good football team that just hasn't been playing well? Um, oh, I don't know. I'm sure I have. I mean, I've been doing it a couple of years, so I'm sure somewhere in there I um, but uh, I've been on teams that have changed things around. I've been on teams that couldn't change things around. So, um, you know, we're every team's different, and we're sitting here with what we've got right now. We've got to we've got to change it. You know, that's what we're putting our energy into. A couple more guys about the deeper coverages. You guys are seeing. You kind of talked about it a few weeks ago. How critical does it become if you can? I know last week was fourteen nothing really quickly, but just to get Daryl going early. Yeah. Yeah, and he's done that. The first couple of plays that he's had chances to run the ball, he's <clears throat> he's done a real nice job with it. The week before against Washington, he did a nice job. So he's he's a fast starter that way. <clears throat> In the first play of the game last week, he he did he sure did a nice job with that. So, um, yeah, no, it's important that you get all the phases, all, all the phases of your game going. If you're on offense, and likewise on defense and special teams, so gotta get it get it all rolling the best you can. Uh, Pat's not a guy who's had a lot of games like he had in Tennessee the other day. What tells you that he's wired to, that he, he, he can handle this and he can fight through this and, and bounce back and play well Monday night or, or later in the season? Yeah. yeah I, well, it's the way he's, he's wired. I mean, I, I believe in him. Um, he's a, well, because he's, he doesn't hide things. A lot of guys, they'll make excuses for whatever <clears throat> the issue might be. And... He's upfront about it. He's not afraid to talk to his, the players about it, the coaches about it. He, you know, that's that's part of it. And then he goes and works on it. 
which is the most important thing. So, um, you know, it builds, it builds a confidence in you that way. Coach, you just talked about you've been with teams that have been able to turn it around and teams that haven't been able to. Are you confident that this group of guys can do so and turn things around? And if so, is it the leadership that you're confident in, or what about that? Yeah, it's a strong locker room. So, I, and I, we've got good coaches, good players, and we we just need to do it. I mean, I've done a lot of talking, uh, and haven't we we haven't had the results that we need. So, um, uh, there's not a lot I can say that I haven't said and. Um, we just need to get it done. That's all we need. Coach, uh, your thoughts on the narrative that teams have kind of caught up to your offense? You your thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I tell you, last week it sure looked that way, right? I mean, it, was a, it wasn't a very good performance. Uh, the week before, you almost had 500 yards. So, I mean, I, it's, um, I don't know if they've caught up to it. It's, we've been giving some things away free, and we've got to take care of that. Yeah. Hey, Andy. <coughs> You learn so much about your group of guys, particularly a new set of group like the offensive line as the season progresses. Just how can last week serve this group knowing it was the first time they really struggled together? Yeah, well, listen, uh, you get kicked in the tail, you know, how are you going to handle it? And, uh, um, you know, you, you bow up and move forward. Do you learn from it? Do you practice the right way? Do you, you know, do you attack the issues that you might be having? Um, and that's all of us as coaches starting right here. You know, are, are you willing to do that? So that's And we all do that collectively. We'll be fine. Last one. <clears throat> Coach, as a follow-up to Neil's question on you being around teams and players that have gone through this kind of thing, going back to your time in Green Bay, you were around Brett Favre and his numerous interceptions. How much of that time there has carried over to what you're sharing with Patrick now? Yeah. That's why I started having gray hair, too. <laughs> um, listen, he, he was wired that way that you just knew he was going to power through it and uh, keep firing and um, things would work out okay. And they did there, you know, I mean, the rest of that's history. So, <clears throat> but he, <clears throat> he the, there are a few things, I'm not comparing the two, they're, they're two different guys, but um, one thing they have in common, they're very competitive guys. Talk about different things. Um, I mean, we talk about different things just considering the game that we played before. Uh, nothing uh, unusual. I mean, he's always just giving me things that I can work on to get better. Um, and, and he did that this week, obviously. I mean, we have to find a way to – I have to find a way to play better so our offense can, our offense can get going. Is there anything that you feel like he's really tried to get across to you that's been a new message? Uh, not necessarily. It's kind of the same stuff. It's just stuff that I've always had to work on, and I, I kind of lose sometimes during the season and have to get get better with, and that's kind of hanging in the pocket, working on my footwork, staying on time, all that stuff like that. I mean, that's that's stuff that I work on every year. Uh, you see it kind of get me certain games every single year, and it's stuff I have to really go back to and learn from and be better at. Did that show up on film a lot? Yeah, I mean, there was times where I could have maybe stepped and found a, a soft spot in the pocket um, where I kind of got out of there and tried to make something happen. But, uh, I mean, it, it's stuff, like I said, I've worked on every single year. Uh, whenever we don't usually get going as an offense, it's because I'm doing little things like that. Um, we have the guys on the team uh, to, to make plays happen every single drive, but I have to make sure I'm executing at a high level so those guys can have those opportunities. Yeah, I remember the, the thought process behind the firm. But when the strength of the team is the offense, have you, have you talked to Coach Reed at all about letting the offense start the game off first to, so you all can get your imprint on the game versus what happened Sunday where you finally got things rolling, you were down 17-0?
Yeah, I mean, I I haven't talked to him about any of that. I mean, I, I know it's – I mean, there's there's positives to both sides. I mean, you, you, you defer because you get it in that second half. So, whereas where I fumbled at the end of the half this last game, if we were able to find a way to get points, then we come back out and get points again, then we're right back in the football game. Um, so there's there's positives and negatives to both sides of it, um, but I, I kind of leave that up to Coach Reed, and whatever happens, uh, you kind of just go out there and roll with it. I have a preference on. I mean, ever since I've been here, it's been deferring. So uh, I, have, I, I don't have a preference either way, though. Patrick, uh, Vi asked you about your interactions this week with Andy. What about with your teammates? He sort of indicated that you maybe uh, talked to them and kind of took the blame for, for what happened in Tennessee on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you can just watch the tape and know that I needed to play better in order to have success. I mean, there was plays where guys were open. There's plays where we had matchups downfield that I didn't hit, um, that I usually would give those guys opportunities to make plays. So um, you, you, I, I said stuff to them saying that I got to be better. Um, but at the same time, they have that that mindset. They're going to they're gonna try to build me up. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a thing where you, you're not going to play your best game every single game, and that's when you really have to rely on those other guys to kind of step up and make plays for you. Patrick, one of the uh, better plays in, in your career, signature plays, was actually the run against Tennessee, and it was scrambling and doing that. So how do you kind of marry, okay, we got to focus more on pocket presence, but let's not completely lose that aspect of my game either. Yeah, it's something that I always have to battle with. It's, it's when you want to stay within the offense and make the, make the right play, get the ball moving, uh, kind of get the drives going, and when I want to try to make the special play and get outside the pocket and make throws downfield, it's something that I've battled with my entire career, my entire life, pretty much. And so, uh, uh, especially in a game like the other day, when we're when it's not going our way early in the game, that's when I really have to get back to my fundamentals, kind of moving the ball down the field, not rely on one play uh, to try to score a big touchdown, but just do it the right way, and then let that stuff kind of come to me. Have certain scenarios and training camp when you guys focus on that and. When you mention something like pressing, does that make you think that you need to go back to fundamentals, or is there something else that you can tell yourself that will help you maybe not feel that same way you felt last week? Yeah, I think it's just it's it's me just staying within the offense. Um, as I've kind of learned uh, throughout my career, it seems like every single year there's a game or two where I kind of start doing too much. Um, that has nothing to do either side of the ball. It's just I start doing too much, trying to make a play happen, trying to make a big play happen, and it kind of spark the offense. Whereas I can just lean on other guys to to, to make that stuff happen. Um, we have a lot of playmakers on this offense. Uh, we got guys up front that can really be solid up front and solidify that that offense and defensive line or whatever. Um, and so for me, it's about staying within that, getting the ball out of my hand, getting stuff rolling, getting the momentum in our favor. And then if that big play happens, I kind of I let it happen. Don't just try to go out there and make it happen. Patrick, you talk about guys, you know, stepping up. Uh, Byron Franklin's been one of those guys week in and week out. Talk about your chemistry with him. It seems like he's developing more as one of your top receivers. Yeah, I mean, he's playing tough, man. I think that's the biggest thing. He's making some tough catches over the middle of the field um, and against man coverage. And that's what we're getting a lot in those third down situations is man coverage. And so you got to have guys other than uh, uh, Travis and Tyreek because they're getting doubled. And you've seen guys step up week after week. And last week, Byron stepped up and made a lot of big catches um, took some big hits, and he was still able to hold on to it. So uh, just to be able to have him, along with those other guys, keep continue to step up, it's going to help us a ton as the season goes on. Patrick, I imagine the confidence of a 3-4 and four team is different than last year when you're 14-1. and one, But I guess if you could trace back even to the Super Bowl, did you feel like confidence was going to be something that you were going to have to focus on in the offseason and training camp with this team? No, not necessarily. I feel like we, I feel like we still have the confidence. I mean, uh, we understand that we're not playing football the way we want to. We're not winning the games that we feel like we can win. 
Um, but I think we know that it's still out in front of us. We have to take it day by day. We have to focus in and really go out and get better as, an, as a team. Um, but we, we feel like if we can do that and better ourselves, that we can still get whatever we want to we do, whatever we want to do. And so that's going to take uh, us just staying with the grind, staying with the process, and uh, really listening to this coaching staff and, and doing what they want us to do. I wonder if at any point this year, were you surprised? I know we talked about teams blitzing U.S., but has there been any part of what opponents have done that has surprised you in terms of trying to make you be consistent play after play after play versus – some opportunities in the past where maybe you did have that player too that got the offense going quicker. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I was necessarily surprised. I mean, we've kind of gotten the same type of coverages and schemes every single week from week one on. Um, it's just it's been to depend on the games if we're going to execute and, and make the plays happen. Um, there's been weeks where we executed, drove the ball down the field, had those long drives, scored touchdowns. Um, there's been weeks that we've gotten penalties, turnovers, and, and I'm a big part of that, turnovers and stuff like that, and it's really stalled out drives. Um, and so if you want to be a great offense, you've got to be able to do it several different ways. And if teams are going to play us like they're playing us now, we've got to be able to drive down the field. But I think what we can't miss, and what I feel like I missed a little bit last week, is when that big play opportunity is there, we've got to, we got to go for it. And um, that's, that's, there were some shots down the field this last week that I didn't take those, op- take those chances, and I think that kind of came back to bite us at the end of the game. Something like that, does that happen because you have had a mistake or two or maybe unlucky on occasion that you're playing a little tentative then? No, I don't think it's that. I mean, I, obviously I don't want to turn the ball over, but I'll never be afraid to throw it to the guys and let them have chances to make plays. Um, I think it's just you kind of get in the rhythm of you've been the whole game, you've been kind of going short passes, short passes, short passes, and you just kind of eliminate something before actually seeing it. Um, and so I, I think that was something that I did this last week was – I was kind of get, trying to get the offense going, short pass, short pass, short pass, and there was a sh- uh, time where I could have just maybe just taken a shot, and I didn't even give it a chance because I was so focused in on they're not going to let us have it. Um, and so that's, that's stuff that I have to continue to work on and get better at is being true, going, going through the reads, and if that opportunity is there, give those guys chances to make plays. When you, when, when you look at it, I asked uh, Coach Bianami about three, four weeks ago whether or not the lead has caught up with the Chiefs offense and you in particular. Uh, you were also on Rich Eisen. I know he kind of asked you that question yesterday. Can, can you kind of expound on me? Do, do you think that it's a matter of just you all eliminating those mistakes or the defense getting a little bit of credit on what they've, what they've shown you all? Have they caught up to you? Uh, do you think they caught up to you? Yeah, I mean, you can't take away anything the defenses have, have done to, against us. I mean, they've played us well, and they've they've done great things that have, that have limited us to a, a certain extent. But like I said, I mean, I think if we execute and do what we think we can do, uh, we can still go out there and get what we want to, what we want, what we want, and that's. I mean, we have to go out there and execute play after play after play, and I think that's something that we have to continue to get better at. I have to continue to get better at is not getting bored with just taking taking a profit. Uh, I mean, go out there and take take those shots, obviously, but whenever that the short stuff's there, keep taking it and uh, moving the ball down the field. No turnovers, cut the penalties out, and I'm, I feel like we'll still have success. Beginning against Washington, it seems like teams are trying to really beat up. And he's your main outlet. Just how has that been maybe impacting some of the things that you guys can do defending Kelsey? Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's still been doing a great job of getting open. Um, he's battling. I mean, those guys are the guys are all over him. Um, but uh, he's he's battling and getting himself open and fighting through as, as best as he possibly can. 
Um, and so, uh, I mean, they're obviously going to focus in on Travis. They're going to focus in on Tyreek. They're such playmakers. They're going to kind of get that. Uh, they have these last few years. It's about me finding those, those opportunities when they do have good matchups to get them the ball. Um, and then other guys giving them chances to make plays. And I think we did better at that against Washington than we did against Tennessee. And so we'll, we'll kind of go back to, to kind of picking and choosing when to get them chances to make plays and letting other guys have chances. A couple more guys. We'll go Haley and then Adam. Patrick, kind of what you were saying earlier, how every great quarterback has one of their worst games. Every great franchise is going to have a slump. And social media being as cruel as it can be today, what do you kind of do to reset knowing that you guys have the confidence to get back to your winning ways? I think just believing in each other. I mean, we have a lot of guys in this locker room that have won a lot of football games and played a lot of great football. Um, so we don't really worry about what other people outside of this building say. I mean, we just focus in on what we know we can do and uh, what we're going to try to do the rest of the season. Patrick, you're coming up on the anniversary of that crazy Monday night game you had against the Rams a few years ago. <laughs> what do you remember about that game? And can you imagine a, a game again with so much story? Although, now that I asked the question, I guess you had a few in college. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I mean, that was a crazy game. Uh, obviously, it would been a lot better if we won. Um, but, uh, I mean, it, we, we, we battled. I mean, we went out there, battled against a great football team. I believe it was in the Super Bowl that year. Um, and uh, we're playing up against a really good football team this week as well. So, uh, luckily enough, we, we're going to be at Arrowhead this time. So, hopefully we can continue to battle and have a better memory and hopefully maybe win. Businesses love data. Like, really love it. But is just having data enough? Yeah. Nope. Oh. Because the smart businesses, the really smart ones, use ZoomInfo. It leverages data to unlock useful insights. Insights so you know who to reach and how to reach them, letting you grow your business. So ask yourself, is your data insightful? Now it is. Unlock insights. Engage customers. Win faster at ZoomInfo.com. ZoomInfo. How business goes to market. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You just heard from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid and quarterback Alex Smith. Now here's offensive guard Trey Smith and defensive end Alex Okafor. I'd like Tennessee pass more games, perhaps some more stunts. Just, um, how much can you take from that, given that you're, you're kind of learning as a rookie each, each week in this, in this league? Yeah, uh, it was something that we, we knew they did a lot, uh, so we prepared for. And, you know, the main thing for me is just not getting over aggressive a lot of times in my set and just being patient and then, you know, plans to do like Mike Rimmers, you know, just um, before the play even starts, you know, just uh, the, the pre-talk before the play starts, you know, he's just sort of, you know, this is what we can expect, this is what you can anticipate. So I think you did a good job with that. Where you guys, I know there was a change. Where are you guys at in the communication and the, just two games in with Rimmers? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're doing well. Uh, obviously, uh, just, you know, I've been around Mike a long time uh, here so far. So, you know, ultimately it's just Coach Mate and Coach Heck, you know, uh, their coaching abilities and just coming out to practice every day and just doing our job the best of our abilities. 
Has it been different? I mean, just especially as far as being able to, to pick Mike's brain, having him next year. I mean, is there any feedback that he's been able to give you on the field that during practices has been a little bit different than what you had before? Yeah, a lot of times Coach Hack talks about you know reading the defense's mail, uh, just sort of anticipating things, and you know a lot of times I fall in the habit of playing within a box, you know, and expanding you know your vision on the field and seeing different things. So uh, it's been great, you know, having him. And a lot of the veterans on the team, you know, just teaching me different nuances of the game, just understanding that, you know, everything's not going to be in front of you or here. You know, you have to look around and anticipate things. It was a rough Sunday during the game. And then, you know, get to the fourth quarter, then Patrick got hurt, looked a little wobbly. Can you just, we didn't get a chance to talk to you after the game. Take us through that and kind of what your thoughts were when you saw him down like that and then when you found out that he had passed through the concussion protocol. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, you want to keep uh, your quarterback clean, especially a guy, a player of the caliber that Patrick Mahomes is, you know, so uh, it's on us, you know, to keep him cleaner, you know, and do our job and just try to execute the plays that the coaches have called as best of our ability. But Was it scary when you saw him down like that? Did you see the replay on, did you see exactly what happened to him on the play? No, I, I wasn't fully aware of it until after the fact, but obviously it's not what you want to see. You know, we want to keep our quarterback clean, we want to keep Patrick clean and safe and allow him to do what he does best, make plays. How, how much do you look forward to the opportunities where you can kind of get past that first level and get to the linebackers? You had a nice play you know, this week where you lay, it's been a few times this year where you're able to like kind of lay up uh, the linebacker. Um, how much do you look forward to those opportunities? Yeah, you know, anytime you get a size mismatch like that, you know, it's a, it's a great time, man. You know, you want to dominate them and, you know, open lanes for the run. For me, you know, i got to stay up better and, uh, you know, fit up on linebackers better and execute the technique that Coach Heck has taught me uh, to the better, you know. But, you know, anytime you get a size mismatch, you know, you know, it's something you want because you're not going to win that battle. You mentioned Coach Heck a couple times. How much more advanced already do you feel just considering we're not even to the halfway point of the season quite yet? Yeah, uh, you know, I definitely feel I've come a long way. But in the same breath, you never want to pat your back and think that you're satisfied where you're at. You know, there's a lot of things, a ton of things i got to improve on. Uh, you know, just coming to work every day, just trying to execute and get better at it. You know, I have great coaches around me, uh, great veterans around me, you know, great people around me. So just coming to work every day and trying to improve. One of the best parts of this year was you describing yourself as a goon. Obviously, we know how much you want to be a physical guy. Uh, can you explain the balance of whether it's down in situation, not trying to be over aggressive, but also, as you mentioned before, obviously you don't want to be, you know, losing your technique. Uh, yeah. Just, I wonder how that balance has gone for you. Yeah, it's it's a it's a constant battle every day, and uh, just constant reminders. You know, uh, you know, I mean, obviously in this league, people are going to move. People are extremely athletic. You know, as offensive linemen, I'm not as athletic, athletic, athletic. Excuse me, as like some of the D linemen I play. So, you know, for me, it's a challenge just, you know, play within my frame, play within myself, not get overextended, you know, just do the technique that Coach Tech teaches me. And, you know, it's just something that uh, as a player, you know, my mentality, I'm going to have to keep combating that and fighting that and, you know, ultimately get better at it, you know. But that's something I definitely uh, am still working on entirely right now. Thank you all. Thank you. After the game, you trust the locker room, the leadership, going to have you guys going pointed in the right direction. What's this week been like so far? Now you've been on the practice field, just kind of putting the pass behind and, and moving forward. Yeah, I mean, we're just, we're always trying to move in a positive direction. We're always looking towards that next game. Obviously, we evaluated the film from last week, picked up on what we need to improve on, made some corrections, and we're looking forward to the Giants. What is the conversation in the locker room amongst the players? You know, when you know, when you see where you are ranked statistically and what you're seeing on film, mm -hmm. what's the conversation that you all are having internally amongst each other that you can share 
that, uh, you know, in, in the hopes of trying to turn things around? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we, we know what this team is capable of, so there is a shared frustration within the locker room. But, I mean, we're all, we're all mature. We've, you know, we've had a lot of success, so we understand that, and we know how to get back to that. So there's no panic. We're making corrections, and we plan on playing better this week. Alex, what do you think is, is some of the issues right now on the team's inability to generate sacks and consistent pressure on the quarterback? Mm -hmm. uh, it's just, I mean, we're trying to figure that out, man. Um, early in the season, we were giving up a ton of rushing yards. Now we're starting to get that under control. I think once we get the running game under control, it'll help with the pass rush game. Well, like you said, you know that this team is capable of playing mm -hmm. and, and succeeding. What do you think the disconnect then is? Uh, I mean, there's a, there's a couple of issues. There's not one fix. And if there was one fix, it would have happened sooner. So there's a couple of issues, and each week we're grinding away at those issues. I feel like we, even though it may not have showed to the naked eye, I feel like we took some steps in the right direction in the D-line last week. You know, like you're all not in the business of making excuses, but how much has some of the injuries, and, you know, one week you're out without Frank, one week you're mm -hmm. out without Jones, how hard has it been with the injuries to kind of get some continuity there? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's definitely caused a slow start. But we, we're confident in the depth of our room. So, I mean, there's, there's still no excuses. We feel like next man up, if there is one guy down, the level of production shouldn't drop off. So even though I do think that attributed to the slow start, it's still not an excuse for us. Uh, as Patrick indicated that um, with his teammates, he, he took some of the blame, particularly for how last week went. I don't mm -hmm. know if it was the whole team or just the offense. But, mm -hmm. but still, I mean, that, that's obviously the, the, the focus of your, of your team. Mm -hmm. What's it mean for the rest of you guys when you hear him? Yeah, and I think it goes back to there's a lot of a lot of things we need to fix, and each week we're kind of getting those things off the checklist. And to see, you know, our main leader take responsibility and not point the finger, it sets a precedent for us. And we know we need to put our head down and work and handle what's in our room. So. Did he do that with the whole team? Yeah, and Pat always does that. Pat never makes any excuses. He starts with him first. Same thing with Big Red, and us seeing that now, D-line, all right, we got to focus on us and let everybody else handle them. Alex, is there anything that you're noticing teams are doing on third down to maybe um, at least give you guys pause as a pass rush, or is there mm -hmm. certain things that they're showing you that obviously changes the responsibility on, on your end? Mm -hmm. uh, first and second down, there's a lot of maxed up play action for us. Third down, there's a lot of chip. So, I mean, but a lot of teams experience that. we got to find a way to be more productive. Andy told us on Monday that that was a pretty quiet plane ride back mm -hmm. from Tennessee. It wasn't a lot of music, that guys were on their iPads and watching film. Mm -hmm. it, 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 did you notice that? I mean, did it seem different to you? And is it, did it seem like a different you know, approach this week? Uh, yeah, I mean, the thing about Tennessee is I felt like defensively we did a lot of things well, and it just sucks that it didn't show on the scoreboard. So there's a little disappointment there. But, you know, more than anything, we're encouraged. we got to carry that over into this week and hopefully get better results. You look up. Uh, you look at against Washington, mm -hmm. against Tennessee, you all have had a great second half, but you uh, had the team score. Mm -hmm. What's it going to take for you all to carry that over the four quarters? Man, we got to start fast. Um, past couple weeks, we've closed ex extremely well. Um, we got to find a way to start faster, and that's been the story across the whole team, not just the defense. Well, just one last question. Does the defense find itself under pressure a lot when – when obviously most of the time the team is deferring if they win the coin toss and you all to put out there on the field first? Not at all. I think not just us, but most defenses in this league like starting off the game first. We don't want to be on the sidelines. So whenever we start the game first, we like that. So that's that's not a reason. Alex, you mentioned the importance of starting fast. You Say know, that one more time. You, you mentioned the importance of trying to mm -hmm. start fast. And obviously, it's like Darren says, the second half, you guys have really 
shut out the opponent, but mm -hmm. why do you think y'all haven't started fast? What's behind that? Man, if I had the answer for you, we would have started fast three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, we're still trying to figure that out. Um, we plan on that showing this week. We plan on starting fast this week and working on some things that will get us there this week, and we're confident we can get those results done. What concerns, what concerns you most about the Giants? Uh, skill position-wise, they got some elite skill position players. Um, I know a lot of the guys have been banged up and out. Um, this week, potentially everybody could be back. Have all their skill position guys back, you know, that, that presents a lot of problems and issues for us that we haven't seen on film in the past, so. Okay. Thanks, Alex. Cool. Businesses love data. Like, really love it. But is just having data enough? Yeah. Nope. Oh. Because the smart businesses, the really smart ones, use ZoomInfo. It leverages data to unlock useful insights. Insights so you know who to reach and how to reach them, letting you grow your business. So ask yourself, is your data insightful? Now it is. Unlock insights, engage customers, win faster at ZoomInfo.com. ZoomInfo, how business goes to market.